What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how, through your human design, my life coaching skills, and spirituality. The payoff is big, and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hello there, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Lisa Healy. So today, in this episode, I want to talk to you about deconditioning. And I'm not sure if everybody knows what that is, why it's important, but I'm here to shine a light on that because it is important in terms of living in a line, fully embodied life. So if we're going to talk about deconditioning, we first need to talk about conditioning and what that is. There are a lot of different types of conditioning, and it has been a buzzword in the self-improvement coaching world lately, which is in my opinion, a very good thing. Conditioning is a framework that we were raised in. There's many different types of conditioning from people pleasing to having guilt or unworthy feelings or feelings of shame. Those are all ways that our mind speaks to us and affects how empowered we feel and affects our confidence levels and our ability to be aligned. So Deconditioning is really about letting go of what isn't serving us and being able to get into a space of how to live the highest expression of ourselves. So this episode is for you. If you're wondering why you haven't met the right person, maybe you're single and you're looking to find your life partner, never really hitting the mark, never really able to find somebody who really connects with you, perhaps you are looking for a partner after divorce or being widowed, or maybe you just have been single most of your life and never been married. Often deconditioning is needed to get to the root of who we are and then to figure out what we need. We think in our minds, we know what we need. And I'm going to get into this because the mind is really our enemy here. Or perhaps you are wondering why you haven't been able to find the career that really aligns and suits you lights you up. You see others around you that feel so connected. They feel like you feel as though they're so successful, but why not you? Maybe you just feel misunderstood or just disconnected from yourself. Maybe you're just realizing that this disconnection is exists and that we can live in a more embodied way. If any of this sounds familiar, this episode is for you. So it is from this place of your highest expression that we need to be able to function on a daily basis, to live a fully aligned and embodied life where we understand ourselves and we are in our true power. That is my goal for all of us, to have information on how to do that. So how do we? So to decondition, it's our responsibility to learn about ourselves and what it takes to embody who we are. It's about getting out of the ego mind and into our bodies making decision from the body. This, again, that's one of the reasons why I love human design is that gives us a framework, an understanding 
of how we live from a place that we're connected to our bodies and making decisions from there. The act of removing low-frequency behaviors in our world, like guilt, shame, and unworthiness from our past, is all part of deconditioning. These feelings, these low-frequency behaviors of guilt, shame, and unworthiness could be from years ago, from our childhood, or they could be things that happened last year or a couple months ago. Either way, we need to decondition them. We need to get to a higher frequency and get away from these low-level frequency feelings in order to get to the next level of success and embodiment. The frequencies that we are deconditioning are what was left there and what was put in our aura or our energetic field by others who projected their low-frequency behaviors on us. So this could be from friend groups when we were younger. It could be from a spouse, from a divorce, from a marriage. It could be from parenting or kids that we hung out with when we were kids. Any of that can create this low-frequency energy. We want to move forward acknowledging that we know who we are and what we've been through And we've been through the darkness, we've been through the shadow, and we've overcome it, and we don't want to go back there. We want to continue to live in a high-frequency, more embodied way. So we are now here to do the work to decondition and decompress the aura. By bypassing the ego and not allowing it to have any access to the deconditioning process, the strongest form of deconditioning is from mismanaged thought and emotional energy. And so this refers to the looping mind, the worrying and the overthinking. That's the ego mind trying to rule our lives. This must stop in order to live in an embodied state. Remaining in a low-frequency environment may look like the food we eat. For eating unhealthy food, fast food, junk food, greasy food, right? This is all low-frequency. Other low-frequency environments are reacting to our thoughts and our emotional energy without effort or awareness, right? Just that looping, responding without getting in touch with the body, responding to people's comments, getting triggered. This involves releasing the victim conscious frequency, which is blaming others for things that didn't go right for us. So we need to release beliefs of this victim consciousness, release the beliefs of the old paradigm, and emotions that keep us in a consciousness of being less than. Blaming others for events that have happened to us that we were unable to achieve what we wanted, that's victim consciousness. As we make it a practice, we make room for high-frequency potential to take over our lives. And so to do this, we first need to recognize that we are moving forward and it's time to move on and put the past behind us. So there's an awareness piece that must happen first. Letting go and releasing the past, whether it is addiction to bad behaviors, which could be many different things, addiction to shadow tendencies, triggered behaviors, and low-frequency patterns. We have to continually move the low-frequency states out of our system, away from them, so we can easily go back. Because if we remain in these low-frequency states, we can easily go back to the past programming that brought us into the shadow and darkness to begin with, okay? We next need to take action and continue to move into self-expression. And doing this, for some people, is enough. Just recognizing, okay, I was making this bad decision. I was, let's say it's had an eating disorder. I was eating 
because I was feeling less than. And I realize now that I deserve more than that. And recognizing that and then making the right choices sometimes can be enough. Okay. But there's other layers that many of us need to peel back in order to further decondition. So inner child work is a really important piece here. And this goes very deep. We need to heal our inner child. Evolution cannot happen cleanly without continually asking our inner child what he or she needs from us. We need to keep looking back and seeing what does that little girl inside need to feel safe from us. So it's almost like sitting there and asking your child self, what do you need to feel safe? What do you need me to do to make you feel safe? And you're checking in with yourself. Maybe this means you're journaling. Maybe you're meditating. But you're deeply getting in touch with this child within. What will make her feel better? Why is she upset? And what would make her feel better? This is a very vulnerable space to be in. And we need to continually check in on it. So if we see ourselves being triggered and we see ourselves and our nervous system is not in a place where it's relaxed, we need to check into that inner child. So that little girl inner child shows up when she is in a place where she doesn't feel safe in asking questions like, are you okay? How can I make you feel better? Recognizing that she needs to speak with you and share her fears. You need to put yourself into a place that you are open and vulnerable to hear what your inner child is telling you. And she needs to move into a place of trusting you and knowing that you have her back. In order to decondition, we need to let go of who we were and forgive ourselves for our mistakes, releasing the past of whether it's low self-esteem, shame, guilt, who we were, and forgive ourselves for those decisions we made, the things that we did that we now wouldn't do, that we saw, that we see as out of alignment, and embrace that forgiveness of who we were and realize that we didn't have the awareness that we do now. We didn't know better, and now we do. And so we are moving forward in a different way. Armed with all of this information and moving forward in alignment, we are deconditioning ourselves, choosing alignment in our decisions all day, every day. This is a commitment of embodiment and alignment that we need to constantly make. So once you get into this stage of awareness that you are seeing your patterns, you're seeing your areas that you need to work on, you're still going to have days and you're still going to have times that you're going back to those old patterns. Things trigger us all the time. So when we have a practice, like I'm going to discuss with you, we now have a way to keep going back and to check in on where we are and what we need to do to bring us to the higher frequency level where we want to live. Anytime we notice a standstill in our growth, things aren't moving forward in our lives, whether that is in our business, it could be in a relationship, in our jobs where we feel stuck, we are usually out of alignment and we are not doing the deconditioning work that we should be. There are so many layers, so this work is never done. Things keep coming up. Deeper and deeper layers will come up. When we lean into vulnerability, then the universe comes in and steps it up for us and shows us what we need to learn. Once you have healed and you've gotten into a new level of awareness, you will see everything differently and you're going to want to share this goodness with others in an aligned way because you're going to realize how much you've grown and how much you've learned. And it's just natural to want to share that with others. 
in order to do this, in order to decondition, we need to get into the body, as I mentioned before. And there are various ways of doing this, and it takes some practice and trial and error to figure out what works for you. For me, I find that I usually need to move my body. I usually need to exercise, do some kind of movement. Maybe it's a walk in nature. Nature is a very strong, easy way to cut through the cut through the negativity and get straight to a place where there's more purity. So getting out of nature is really helpful, whether you're going to sit in nature and meditate to decondition or go for a walk in nature. Both of those are great ways to get into the body. Moving your body, any form, however you like to do that, running, swimming, yoga practice, anything to get the body moving is a really good way to get into the body to start to get to the place where you are ready to decondition. Remember, we need to start from a space where we're listening to our bodies and getting out of our ego minds because the mind is not the space from which we want to be making our decisions. Now, this might not seem logical to you because the world forever has told us that we make decisions from our mind, but that's not the way to do it in alignment. The mind will constantly try to keep you safe and keep you in your comfort zone. And the body is the space that reveals what our soul needs and desires. It is not what we've learned and it is not what we are used to doing. But if you are listening to this podcast, you already know that I'm coming from a human design perspective, which is based on making decisions from the body and learning our own unique design and making decisions from that space versus the ego space. In order to do this, we have to learn our patterns and how we can get inside into the body. So some other ways to tap into the body deeply is to slow down, to create a space of quiet contemplation and meditation. So you need to find a space in your home or outside that is quiet and that you will not be interrupted. Perhaps you want to create some ambiance. You want to create some sensual stimulation to your senses. So maybe you light a candle. Maybe you sit near a fountain or some, a creek or some running water. Maybe you light some incense, listen to some music. So you're creating an ambiance so that your senses are titillated and you are able to focus on something outside of you. So if we take 20 to 30 minutes by ourselves in the morning and maybe again in the afternoon to check in, find out where do we sit at a baseline level? What is our normal frequency? Is our normal frequency that our heart is racing and we feel anxiety? Is our normal frequency calm? Are we at a calm space? That is how we get to know ourselves to start to decondition. When you remove yourself from stimulating environments and create this safe space in order to allow you to cleanse yourself and your aura, you are now in a space where you're ready to start to decondition. So this is something that we want to try to make part of our daily regimen. It's something that we want to do as our space for ourselves on a regular basis to slowly decondition. Perhaps we do that in the morning. Perhaps we do that in the evening. It can start with exercise and then move to meditation and some quiet time. And journaling is also a wonderful piece to add in to this time so that you can see what thoughts come up, where you are, and then how you feel at the end of that time. Then 
once we've reached this space where we feel more connected to our body, we've had our deconditioning time of the day. We're connected. We are calm frequency that's are comfortable. Let's call it a high frequency, but that just means that we're at the highest version of our soul, of ourselves. That's the space that we want to function throughout the day. That's the space from which we want to make decisions. That's the space from which we want to interact with others, go into the workplace, go into our businesses and shine and be empowered and offer the best that we have, create and, and connect with others. So this is deconditioning. There's, it's an ongoing life commitment that is the only way to live. It is the way to connect to ourselves and live at our highest level. And it is something that I'm happy to share with you today. If this podcast is meaningful and helpful to you, it would mean so much to me if you would take a few moments to please follow or subscribe to the Evolver Remain podcast. Following helps you because you won't miss out on any juicy information from the podcast. And it helps me too. To do this, go to the Evolver Remain podcast show page on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner, or click on follow. While you're there, if you'd be willing to rate and review the podcast and share an episode that you loved with someone you love, I would be so grateful and appreciative. Thank you so much for listening. You're worthy. You are loved. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.